Welcome to the second episode of the Diacast. My name is Kas. I'm here with Adi and Brent. We're recording on the 6th of July 2017. And we've got some uh, pretty cool topics to talk about this time. Got a story from Adi about how he lost his insulin while abroad. Uh, we're going to talk about interpreting A1C levels. I got a demo for a new pump, a Kaleido pump, which I'm pretty psyched to talk about. And we're going to share some stories about our diagnosis. All right, so how I want to start this podcast is just by checking our blood glucose levels to see what we're at. So Brent, what's your value? I am checking right now. I started using my palm now. Really? Yeah. Since last time. Did I convince you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I am 79. Oh, that's great. What, what, 79? Yeah, I'm 79. 79. That's 4. Ooh, nice. 4.4. 4. Ooh, I'm a bit high. <laughs> <laughs> what are you at? 275. 275. Oh. It's less than last time. Okay, this time Brent is the winner because I'm at 8.3, which is the winner. 150. <laughs> We're <laughs> all winners here. My, my sensor says I'm at... 3.2 so actually i'd be at like what is that 5.7 or something on average so i guess i'm the winner because that that would be 103 I don't, I don't think that's that's how it works yeah sure it is sure it is just it's fine believe me what's our first topic Kes? well i wanted to start by sharing some statistics about the last episode i'm actually quite impressed by how well we did we got 119 downloads from the uh, previous episode that's about two weeks ago now so i it's think that's yeah that's pretty decent for at least for our first episode yeah damn i expected yeah. like five four of which yeah. would be my mother so you know <laughs> it's pretty good uh someone actually donated on patreon i wanted to see who it was but it's an anonymous profile so thank, thank you. you anonymous thank you yeah <laughs> that's pretty I was cool actually really surprised how like Quick. Yeah, that was really fast, like within yeah. a few hours, I think. I wasn't expecting ending up, to be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, random <laughs> internet person. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yes. Okay, so our second topic for today is uh, interpreting A1C values. I actually came up with this because I was uh, about to go to the endo, and I was in Discord talking about how I... My expected A1C would be 6.2, which would be my lowest ever. So I was pretty psyched about that. And then I shared it with someone and he started offering me his condolences because he thought it was terrible. So I'm kind of curious what you guys think about different A1C values. Like, do you think 6.2 is good or would you consider me a bad diabetic now? Or, Well, I mean, um, I would consider it well. It, it, it just depends on where you're at because... Uh, what I've been told is the perfect, not maybe not the perfect A1C is like seven. Like my doctor recommends oh. me be between seven, I think, and like something else. I don't know. Uh, well, I think 5.5 is like the border of being pre-diabetic, isn't it? I think it is. I know people that are less than that. So I'd, I'd say 5.5 well, is a good goal. Yeah. But I mean, my last A1C was 7.5 two i believe hey, so, was mine. so then going to 6.2 would be pretty good which i didn't it ended yeah. up being 6.8 my last one was 7.2 the one before that was 6.2 down yeah my last my last one was 9.2 oh so wasn't that great yeah <laughs> do you have like something that tells you like an estimate for your next one or uh i don't think dexacom has something like that but oh. dexacom has it only if you download the software oh um but I, I didn't have that like, until I downloaded the software, I found out. But I, it doesn't estimate your A1C. It gives you an, an average. You can calculate it after that. Okay. But uh, I recently got an extra box, like an extra kit. There's a website that sells them in the UK. Uh, it connects directly to the sensor, to the G4 oh. on your body. So right now, I have a website uh, showing my blood glucose all the time. And through XDRIP, I can see estimated A1C, which I will check it right now. I actually, um, like my clinic um, has this tool whenever I upload my pump to CareLink, it'll, um, it'll like calculate my A1C based on the past few weeks. And it's usually of a few points, like 
it said 6.2 instead of 6.8. But then I imported like a, a huge data dump from Carolink into Diabetes M. That's another app. And it's it was like spot on. It said 6.8, which my A1C was. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But I'm too lazy to keep logging my data, so... Yeah. <laughs> the difference between Diabetes M and uh, Carolink is probably that Diabetes M takes into consideration the first, like the last month is double the importance of the two before it. Yeah, I think the Carolink thing that my doctor uses just takes into account the data that was uploaded last. So like the past three or four weeks, I think it is. Okay, I checked my estimated A1C and it says 6.8. Mm-hmm. But that is just the last week, which was horrible. <laughs> the last month says 5.8. Oh, nice. Which is great. So 5.8. That would be better than my best, so I'd be jealous. <laughs> okay, our next topic is a story from Adi. He went to the United States last year somewhere. I'm not sure. It was in April. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he went to the United States this year. <laughs> and uh, something happened. I'm not sure, quite sure what, but he ended up losing his insulin. Yes. Okay. So uh, I was on this tour in some group... Uh, from Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, we were going to the US to like raise awareness to the sort of organization we were in. Mm -hmm. uh, it was supposed to be, I think, seven days in Seattle, five days in Vancouver. Um, we, uh, so we left on uh, like a holiday, Jewish holiday, so I had vacation. And uh, so it, um, so I switched my pump on the day, like on the morning of the flight, the flight was at like 1 p.m. By switch your pump, you mean like change, yeah, change set? Uh, yeah, okay. change the time zone or time? No, not time zone. Like the the pump itself. Oh yeah, change your sides. Yeah, I have right, an Omnipod, right. so that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, so I took a uh a, a like uh I have this bag of supplies that I like I put supplies in when I go on trips. It's called the beta cell because it's really funny oh wow, it's pretty stuff good. In it. Get it? Yeah. So, uh, I take it with me. I put it in my backpack, like on my carry-on that I take on the plane. Mm -hmm. And um, so, we have uh, two flights. Uh, one from where I live to Montreal and from Montreal to Seattle. Right. Uh, on, on the flight from Israel to Montreal, uh, I had it in my backpack the whole time. Mm -hmm. And we had a couple of hours between the flights in Montreal. So, I decided to like, yeah, I'll spend a bit of money on food, put it in my backpack for the flight. Uh, right. I bought some snacks and I put them in my backpack. And apparently when I think, I'm pretty sure when I got on the plane, um, I didn't, like, I wanted to take my sweater out because it was a bit cold. And I, so I, I had to, like, take out the beta cell to take out the, like, the hoodie and then put the beta cell back in. Right. Uh, I may have left. Uh-oh. But I don't think I did. I may have left the beta cell somewhere on that plane. Oh. oh, and this beta cell is like a little, like a baggie, it's, it's, a, it's a cooling bag? Yeah, or? it's like a little baggie with like insulation on the inside. So, All right. didn't uh, get yeah. so in, inside of that bag, I had my insulin, my spare insulin, my spare, spare insulin. I had like three <laughs> bottles. Well, having your spares together with the original isn't a good idea. No, it defeats um, the purpose yeah, of spares. Yeah, I, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but the spares were in case... <laughs> In case, like, I maybe drop the vial or right, it gets right. too hot and it dies. So, um, I have three of those. I have uh, pens. I have all my things in there. Except for uh, pumps and extra sensors, which are in my back... Uh, my, I have, like, one in my backpack and a box of each in my suitcase. Um, so, we get to Seattle. And remember, I changed my site on the day of the flight. So... Mm -hmm. I had three days before I had to change my site again. Right. Uh, those three days pass. Uh, the change time was in the morning or even before like uh, 3 or 4 a.m. Right. And um, after after my pump warns me, I have eight hours to change like un until it disables itself. Oh. You. Um, those eight hours pass because uh, I know I have free time with my host family. We were staying at host families. So mm -hmm. uh, that's where my stuff was. I knew I had time with my host family, so I could take maybe like, uh, like you know, like ten minutes off before it happened, like before we go. I don't know, like to like shopping or something, um, right. to change my pump, and then we will go. Right. So, 
Uh, I'm sitting there taking my pump off because it already like disabled itself. So I start searching around for my beta cell, and I can't find it anywhere. Oh. So we we go to the host family's car because that's where they took me from from the airport, and we can't find it. And it's been like an hour of searching, and I decide I'm going to call my insurance because I lost it, and I need to pay for a new one, which yeah. costs three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! Like, damn. So I call my insurance, and they tell me they don't cover medicine. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> the insurance, you- like, it's understandable unless I. It's not really understandable, actually. That's pretty. Stu- yeah, pretty it's pretty stupid. crappy. But yeah. th- they they told me unless I am in like intensive care unit in a hospital, they don't pay. Oh. Unless it's hmm. if it's prescription medicine, or like if it's prescription medicine, they don't pay. That's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. That's weird. And um, th- th- I couldn't really get insured with a different company before the, the flight because yeah, the, of course. The, the part of the tour I was in like, uh, insured us from that company. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really up to me. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't and travel insurance or your health insurance? It, it, no, it was travel insurance. So oh, okay, it's, okay. it's more understandable they don't cover medicine. My yeah, yeah. insurance does. So, um, I, so I, like I said, it costs $300. And um, my parents are like prepared to pay for it. Though it's really expensive. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. We were going to Vancouver in two days, or like three days from that moment. Mm-hmm. And, in, mm-hmm. and in Canada, it's 60 bucks. So, mm. if it would happen just a couple of days afterwards, it would have been a lot cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we have a, a, like a doctor for the, for the group. A uh, doctor gets me a prescription so I can go to the pharmacy and have my parents pay with like a credit card from the other half of the world. Yeah. And uh, the doctor already is on the way to the pharmacy. Uh, my parents, meanwhile, it's it's been about like two and a half hours at this point. My 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 BG is like starting to rise pretty fast. I'm at like two hundred right now. Um, my my parents find someone through Facebook in Seattle who's diabetic, and her insurance gave like got her an, an extra insulin bottle, like a vial. Oh, wow. Fifteen minutes away by car. Damn. So we start driving, like with my host family, and mm-hmm. then I get the insulin. That person was really, really nice and gave me insulin for free. Yeah, and saved my life. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, that was literal, completely yeah. literal. Um, the, like b- before that happened, I was posting in Discord. People, if like if if anyone knows a diabetic in Seattle or anything like that, or even relatives in Seattle that might know someone. Uh, pretty yeah. desperate, and um, that person really, really great, great person. Yeah, that's if really happen to hear awesome. This, thank you. It's like diabetics are nice. Yeah, I hope they listen to this and then hear you thanking yeah. them. Yeah, I hope they do. Yeah, and that's how I lost my free time with my host family. <laughs> well, you did have I a nice adventure, right? Um, and well, you met a cool friend. Well, an adventure, we were, we were, not nice, but an adventure. Yeah, yeah. We were staying like uh, two people from the from the from the group at each host family, mm-hmm. and the other guy went with the family shopping while I dealt like dealt with uh, like the, the father stayed with me and the mother and the son and the friend went shopping without me. Oh, but I'm alive. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. So separate your spares. Give it to someone else, <laughs> yeah. even. Yeah, well, I've only got Off-site like one of those backup, special baggies, so I should invest in another one then. Oh, you shouldn't yeah. invest in another one. You can just put it like a hump, like a twelve-hour flight. Won't yeah, I mean, incident can stay in the fridge pretty long, but for some reason, yes. But planes are cold. Yeah, but not fridge cold. That's true. <laughs> but it can like it can it can survive a month out of the fridge. Yeah, I know, but for some reason, I'd like to have it all cold. I don't know why. Yes, me too. I mean, when I was on a flight to the US, I just asked them to put it in the fridge for me and they did it. So, I mean... Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah. Oh, if I would have asked that, this would never have happened. (laughs) When you have insulin in your pump, it's like not refrigerated. Yeah, but you shouldn't keep it in your pump for a month. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't... (laughs) I wasn't saying I do or something (laughs) like that. Definitely not, right? I mean, if you could keep it in for a month, if you had yeah, that but you can't. 
much capacity of your pump that would be interesting. No, I think insulin yeah. actually at body temperature you can't keep it too long. Yeah, it's not body temperature. And pumps are pretty near body temperature because they're on your body. That's uh, that's inaccurate because external body temperature is not the same as internal body yeah, temperature. Yeah, but still, it's warmer than room temperature. That's true. That's true. Unless you live in like Arizona. Yeah, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean someone who's listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, Arizonians, for <laughs> being a dick. Yeah, is that a thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I th- I feel like that's a thing. People from Arizona. I'm sorry if I called you Arizonians. <laughs> <laughs> Arizonians. Okay. I've seen many videos of people frying eggs on the street in Arizona. Damn. This episode is supported by a single Patreon right now. A very awesome patron. Thank you. Um, anonymous. And, yeah, Anonymous. That's a shame. I wanted to say your name, but alas. Um, but for those of you that don't know yet, we've actually got a Patreon. We set it up to help us cover the costs for this because hosting a podcast is way more expensive than we expected. Um, so yeah. if you guys have like a spare, even a spare dollar would help out quite a bit. So we've got some cool perks. There's uh, The cheapest one is uh, $1. It's just a simple, you want to support us, thank you. We're not, we don't have any special perks for you. This is just, you're a nice person that wants to help us out. I don't think that's a perk. Sorry? Yeah, that's a perk. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um, the second perk for $3 is called Diabadass, which, I mean, you should get it just for the name. You'll get access to a patron-only feed on Patreon where we might post exclusive content just for uh, patrons. For $10, you can listen live while we're recording. We record in Discord. You can just connect, listen in. Uh, We're not going to let you talk, of course, but it's a pretty cool thing, like a sneak peek of the episodes, basically. And a whole bunch of things that we end up cutting out because conversations. Keeping it PG. And... (laughs) <laughs> keeping it PG and another uh, perk for this is we've got a, a chat channel for text chat in discord for patrons of this level and up uh, for chatting with this level you can read the text in there and you'll also get access to the patron only feed and then at $15 per episode you'll also be able to listen in and you'll be able to talk in the patron only chat and we'll be keeping That's an eye chat, on this chat. chat yeah text chat We'll be keeping an eye on this channel while we're recording so we can see what you're saying. So I should probably tell people where they can find this Patreon page. You can find it at patreon.com slash diacast and I'll also put a link in the show notes. Now, you might be thinking, what the hell is Discord? Well, uh, Discord is uh, a nice little platform. It's a bit similar to Skype, but very different. Instead of uh, one-on-one chats and group DMs, you have servers with text channels, and it's similar to IRC, but it has voice chat too, uh, and emojis. And uh, why does this have to do with it? It's because there's a diabetes server on Discord, which you can join by going to discord.gg diabetes. So if you're diabetic or just interested, feel free to join and ask some questions. Definitely. This next topic is about our diagnosis stories and all the problems we had before we were diagnosed with diabetes. So I'm going to start with my story. Five years ago, man, it's been five years already. Damn. I was, it was in a mall. I was shopping with my mother and my brother. It was a really weird day because... Most of what I remember is just like urinating a lot and they would get angry because maybe every 10 minutes I would go to the bathroom and it was, it didn't occur to me that I was urinating a lot, but they were really annoyed and, and it was really, really hard because the drive home was like an hour and I had to hold it in for an hour and it it was like down to the point of being painful. Oh, wow. And uh, I don't remember much before I was diagnosed. But after the mall, like it was a day, the day after, uh, we went. It's called Frisch's Big Boy. It's a like a restaurant, and uh, 
I was doing the same. I was eating a lot and drinking and urinating. And like after we were done eating, we came back home and my mother looked up symptoms of diabetes or looked up my symptoms and it came to diabetes. So we went to my local hospital. And before that, I I told my mom it was like, it was just a phase, like. <laughs> it's just a phase, mom. <laughs> yeah, it's not a phase. I thought mom. it was just a phase, like, oh, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> going through puberty and I'm urinating because of it. it I didn't, I didn't think of it. Yeah. Because hormones. Yeah, I was thirteen. Yeah. I was thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And my friend, she's diabetic as well. So I got a, a ketones. Uh, test strip and I used it and it it was like off the charts pretty much. Damn. So we went to the hospital and they checked my blood sugar and it said I was 666. Oh wow. And yeah. Satan? That's uh, 37. Wow. Yeah. Wait. I forgot one thing. So uh, before before the restaurant happened, uh, I was at my friend's house and like it was kind of awkward to be there when I, I was like urinating a lot. And when I was walking home, it, it's like a 10 minute walk. So I, uh, I pissed myself. <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, really. I, like, oh, damn, damn, that sucks. Uh, fortunately, there was a lake nearby. So I just like finished there. <laughs> and then, I, I mean, I, I didn't tell anyone that I did. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, so. Heard it. First year, everyone. First year. Yeah, I did piss myself because of diabetes. Oh, damn. Oh, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. That is a very interesting story, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I got to ride in a cool ambulance, and I went to, uh, it's called Dayton Children's. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what's different about it. But I went there, and it was... It's a children's hospital, I guess. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool. I got to learn a lot of mm-hmm. new things. I, I was really scared because, like, yeah, especially when they started they started giving me insulin. Like, no kidding. And I went low. I I was scared to tell them I was low because I don't know why. Yeah, I was like, what is this feeling? I, it was I, your fault. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? It, it was really scary. I was in the hospital for a week, I think. Damn. We were on uh, spring break as well. So that was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, spent my week in a hospital. So yeah, that's Amazing. Uh, my story on my diagnosis. Thanks for sharing. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so I made notes. I'm I wasn't very passionate about this. Um, so for me, it started in December two thousand and nine. Um. It was I was 14 then, right around the age where it was pretty cool to go to sleepovers and stay awake all night and be cool. And one of the tricks we used for staying awake was drinking a whole bunch of Red Bull. I know this isn't related to diabetes. It doesn't give you diabetes. But if your pancreas is already struggling, drinking a half a case of Red Bull won't do you any good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was basically dead then. I guess it was pretty early on because a few days later we were at a Christmas party and I was, I drank like three um, teapots, like so that's three liters of tea in maybe two hours. Um, so I drank quite a bit of tea with sugar, of course, because I was a fat little kid <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, my parents, they were like, wow, you're drinking quite a bit. What's up? And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. It's just, I'm thirsty. Just, just it's it's okay don't don't mind me so of course they did mind me because they're my parents that that's their job so but this was the first day of christmas and the second day of christmas we went to town there was like some new thing you could go have high tea which ended up being a quite literal high tea for me all fancy and cakes and whatever and i participated quite gladly okay so i ate a whole bunch of cakes and sweets and whatever and drank all kinds of soda, so I felt like crap. Yeah. And I was like going back and forth to the toilet. I couldn't really sit on my chair for more than a few minutes before I had to pee again. Yeah. So I was just drinking and peeing. That's all I was doing. So my parents were like, nah, 
this isn't this isn't okay. We're gonna see your doctor. But of course, it's Christmas. My GP is isn't gonna be in the office. They're yeah. gonna be wherever. I don't know. So we had to make an appointment a few days later. I think it was the twenty eighth of December. Yeah. I we went there. The the doctor was still away. She had like vacation until that day or something. But there was an intern, I guess. And he checked my blood glucose. I had to come there in the morning before breakfast. And the value was 12, which I now know is high. Yeah. Then I didn't know. I thought, oh, fine. It's like your age minus two. I guess it's okay. (laughs) And um, the intern said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine if you're in puberty. It's okay. Just come back tomorrow and I'll try again. Wow. So I thought like... That makes a bit of sense, but not really. No, 12, 12 isn't good for fasting glucose. Not 12. You were in the same age gap as I was when I was diagnosed as well. Yeah, I guess I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back home and they said, oh, it might be diabetes. So I went to Google and I started Googling. Oh, and oh God. there was like, you had type one and type two. And I read all the things and I'm like, oh, damn, I hope I get type two because that seems way easier to manage. And I'm sorry, type two diabetics. I know it's a bunch of work. But to my 14-year-old self, not stabbing myself seemed like a big bonus. Yeah. So, yeah, I I was hoping for type 2. Then the next day I came back, I I did kind of low carb like that the, the first day. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't eat as much candy as I usually did. Um, and at this point, you, you still weren't diagnosed? No, I wasn't diagnosed. I, I was just like, oh, it's okay. Just come back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So then the next day I came back, the doctor was there again. They did a second trick, which by the way, I tried because they had to check my blood sugar. <laughs> I, I was terrified yeah. of needles. I I sat there crying, sitting on my hands for half an hour before I let them check it, mm. which seems ridiculous now, but yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, they do have those terrible lensing devices there, like those disposable oh, yeah. single and use. The, they like... Just stab they you just stabbed you to the bone. Yeah. Oh. yeah. These are terrible. Ow. Yeah. So I was scared from the first one. Like the first one, I came in like a big man, like, oh, just stab me. And then I cried afterwards because it hurt. Yeah. But now I knew what to expect. So I wouldn't let them touch my hands. So after half an hour of crying, the doctor started getting impatient and kind of just grabbed my hand and did it. And I was at 11, which was lower than the first day. So I thought like, oh, it's, it's fine. It's getting better. I'm... I'm yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting over it. I'm cured. But they said, no, it's because you ate fewer carbs or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then I didn't see my home again for five days. Oh, so you were in yeah, for they, a week as well. Yeah. I mean, 12 versus when you were like 37 or something. Yeah. But I went to the ER right away. I We got in the car and I was there taking all kinds of blood values and whatever. That's Which isn't also another funny thing. I'm very hard to stab. Like, <laughs> if you want to take my blood, like, you know, like, there's little files for lab tests. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, they're not going to get any blood out of me. My my veins, they just roll out of the way. Oh, so oh, I had to be stabbed, like, 12 times oh, before they got yeah. something. And those were, like, the big infusion yeah, type yeah. needles, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put it in, and then they moved the needle around Stop a bit it, to try please. and hit the vein. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this was some intern that was doing this. And after uh, a while, my mom, she called like some experienced lady doctor. from the lab. Yeah, I don't think it was a doctor, but like a, a, a lab lady. nurse. Yeah, a nurse, that's it. <laughs> and she got it in first try, thankfully, because I was basically dying. Yeah. And they did all these tests. And then I was allowed to go because they had to wait for the results a few hours. So you know what we did? We went to the restaurants. <laughs> Because they said, oh, this is going to be the last time in a few days she'll be able to eat. So enjoy. Yeah. And I got bread and some oh, fatty gosh. things and fries and, you know, so. Carbs yeah. and carbs and carbs there, and more carbs. There went all my. So you. Yeah. You there went all up. my good values. Yeah. <laughs> so then after a while we got back and they said like, yeah, you're definitely diabetic. Come with me. We're going to tell you things. And I started crying. I don't really remember anything from like the doctor conversation because I was crying. Yeah. Because I was suddenly a diabetic, which I didn't like, obviously. Yeah. And um, afterwards, after a while, all I remember was I was like in the 
like I was hospitalized for a few days. I was admitted to the hospital, like full on, you're a patient now. Mm. I did get a private room, which was really nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I had like a TV and my mom brought my laptop. Uh, and, I didn't have a I laptop. I mean, it was pretty decked out. I had a little button to call the nurse if I wanted a drink. <laughs> yeah. Because they gave me an infusion with like insulin. So I was fine. I was feeling great. Yeah. I had insulin. I had food on demand. I had a drink. I had a TV. I had internet. Laptop. What else could a 14-year-old boy want? <laughs> I, I started a blog here. I'll put it in the show notes. I've oh. never seen that. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, you have seen it, I think. It's in Dutch, but, you know, Google Translate is a thing. I, I was pretty active on there. Like, a few posts a day. A day? And, like, all my family and stuff were reading it. And I think it's a few posts a day. Might be a few posts a week. I don't remember. But I felt like I posted a lot. I was typing all day, so, yeah. You know. I typoed insulin every time because I didn't know how to type insulin. <laughs> I use an O. <laughs> insulin. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Insulin. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I made pictures. Like, I was coping pretty well. I took, like, pictures of all the stuff, all the gear I was given. I sent them to my friends over email because WhatsApp wasn't a thing then. <laughs> <laughs> and um like drew little squares around the different meters and needles and stuff and explaining what it did. And then like they slowly started teaching me like how to be a diabetic, how to stab yourself, how to check your values. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't let me go until I was able to do this by myself. Yeah. Like by yourself or your parents? Myself. Oh wow. Like I read on the uh, Discord, there's people that would just go in there and after an hour, they'd go home. And the doctor said, oh, come back in a week. Just don't eat too many carbs. That's, mm. oh, yeah, my, my doctor didn't have any of that. They said, you're staying here until you know exactly what to do. Yeah, that's what my doctor did as well. Yeah, I think that's a better Yeah, that was a really better nice. approach. Yeah. Um, after the first day, I didn't know anything. I was just on the infusion. I got a set amount of like carbs. So I didn't know how to be a diabetic yet. Yeah. And then the second day came the needles. Oh I had uh, like an insulin pen and a lancing device and all that kind of crap. <laughs> um, I got a pretty um, decent meter. I got the AccuCheck mobile. Like it's got like the cassette in it with 50 tests. Yeah. So you don't need to change your strip every time. And I got the FastClicks lancing device, which was really nice. Yeah. Spoiled kid. Which I... I've used until I bought the um, Gentile. I am currently using it. The fast clicks. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good. I'm using device. a soft clicks. No, yeah. It's like a fast clicks, but better. Like they would teach me how to inject myself, and I feel like I did pretty well. I got two bravery diplomas, which was awesome. <laughs> bravery diplomas. Yeah, I, I'll see if I can find them and put them like in the show notes. And I got a little teddy bear. Oh, you it's, should. It's sitting on my desk. That's cool. So cute. Yeah. It was it was amazing. The <laughs> nurses were really nice. Apparently one of the nurses lives close to us because I work in a store now and sometimes she sees me and asks me how I'm doing and I don't remember her. That's nice. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I made you not die. Yeah, you. <laughs> I saved your life. So then after a while I was allowed to go home. I knew how to inject insulin and stuff. And we were going to have a meal. The first meal we had was uh, some kind of chicken curry kind of meal like it was my favorite and there's rice in there oh, so yeah. i got this book i had a booklet with carb counts like rice 50 grams equals i don't know 19 grams of carbs or something yeah and but like the di dietitian said um use the carb count on the box of the food you're using because it's more accurate which i guess makes sense but the rice it had the carb values for unprepared, so just raw rice, like uncooked. Mm -hmm. So it said something ridiculous, like 80 grams carbs per 100 grams. Wow. So I immediately panicked because I was scared and didn't know how to carb count. Mm -hmm. So I called the like the emergency diabetes number they gave me, like the 24-7 help, helpline. Mm. And they explained it to me that I should just use the booklet because... Most people cook their rice before they eat it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm still alive now. A lot of people actually, this kind of bugs me. I mean, they're trying to be nice, but it isn't nice. They would say, at least you don't have cancer. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that a lot too. Which, I mean... You're right, but come on. 
I mean, I'm glad I don't have cancer because cancer sucks. Yeah. But it's not like... But cancer sucks. It's mm -hmm. a, yeah, but it's a whole different kind of disease. Like, you're, you're not making it better by telling me, oh, you don't have cancer, so it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that kind of got me. And my mom, she didn't know words, I guess. She kept telling people I was now with diabetes. <laughs> and I told her, no, I'm a diabetic. No, no, you're a diabetes. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine, mom. It's not a phase. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much my story. I, I suddenly wasn't home for a few days, and then I was, and I stabbed myself, and I cried. Yeah, it's surprising. Well, maybe not because it was Christmas, but... Like, you had a waited day to get in. Yeah, but that's mostly because the intern didn't know how to diagnose diabetes, I think. Yeah. Because 12 is not an acceptable value. <laughs> that's way too high. That's like 200 or something. I, I think so, yeah. It's 216. It, it might be possible the intern doesn't have the, like, authority to diagnose from one test. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it sucked anyway, because... Yeah you know, hospitals. So yeah, that's my story. Cool. My turn. Yes, your turn. Uh, so, uh, about two weeks before I was diagnosed, I was feeling sick for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I was sleeping over at a friend's house like everyone else in this. <laughs> and <laughs> we were eating pizza and oh, drinking boy. Coke and doing a bunch of things that included a bunch of carbs. <laughs> and then we went to sleep and I woke up twice once because I didn't like, I, I need to go to the bathroom and drink some water. So I didn't, I woke my friend up twice because for the first time I didn't know where the bathroom was. And the second time I didn't know where the water was. <laughs> so he had to wake up twice. <laughs> nice. I woke up a lot more that night. Yeah. Um, and, uh, two weeks afterwards, it was sort of, uh, like Jewish spring break. It's called Purim. It's spring break, but it has Halloween in it because you wear costumes and eat candy. That's cool. Oh. Now, and this candy. is in spring, right? This is in spring. Oh, good good time to have Halloween. <laughs> this is in April, uh, two years ago and a bit. Mm -hmm. So in this vacation, I had my costume ready. I was so ready for everything. And then on the day of the, like, the holiday where you go around getting candy in school and things like that. And like, um, so it's, it's sort of like you do secret Santa, but with candy. Yeah. Right. Um, in every class. And it was really fun, but I couldn't go Oh. because I, I was sick. Uh. So I stayed at home, missed out on all the candy, got really sad. <laughs> so my parents Aww. thought, I was like, Oh, let's cheer him up with candy. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Um, so I got, I got um, two boxes of Mentos, a bottle of Coke, not together, <laughs> <laughs> um, a bunch of snacks that I loved, and like sandwiches of Nutella and stuff. Yeah. Ooh. That that was my day. <laughs> Just and a I felt day horrible. of candy. Yeah. Yes. Nice. The next day, we were already on vacation, and my sister was home. She wasn't home for a while because she learned like her school was a like pretty far, so she just slept over at friend's house. Mm -hmm. uh, like m most of the days so she can get to school without driving an hour like every direction right um, so she was home for once and um, <laughs> for once vacation. that sounds so sad <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sorry she was home and it was it was vacation we decided oh let's go like on a family trip to the south of the country it's like two hours away that's that's how long it takes to drive to the south of the country Mm -hmm. It's like desert and stuff over there. So we go there and, and we're like hiking around, eating snacks and candy. Um, again, I, I wasn't feeling all that well, so my parents brought me more candy. <laughs> <laughs> I I think in total on that day, I ate a box of Mentos, oh. two like uh, bottles of Coke, like 330 milliliter bottles of Coke. Damn. Uh, this is non-diet Coke, just regular... Yeah, yeah, just regular Coke. Oh. Uh, like, three sandwiches full with Nutella, <laughs> plus mm. a couple more sandwiches that weren't full with Nutella. These are all carbs, remember? Yeah. Like, a box of snacks and sitting in, a car, like, a really hot car. Yeah. Being stressed because I don't feel well. 
Right. Uh, tore, like I was urinating all day, and my mom noticed like for the first time in like the couple of weeks because like the kind of the first time we were like together for a couple of hours at once. Mm-hmm. And she just noticed I was urinating a bunch, mm-hmm. and so she googled symptoms of diabetes because she she remembered it from somewhere, and then she she saw that it fit exactly. She didn't tell me, um, but she told me this uh, like. Not that long ago, a couple of months ago. No. Uh, oh, damn. That the second... No, no, not that. <laughs> the second thing she... Go- she, no, she told me that, like, uh, not that long ago. Like, uh, not that long after I was diagnosed. Uh-huh. The thing she told me a couple of months ago was that the first thing she Googled afterwards was life expectancy of, no. diabe- of diabetics. Oh, boy. Um, which was... I... Uh, scary. Yeah. Anyways, I've never Googled this. I don't intend to ever Google this. She didn't tell me the answer. I didn't want to know it. Okay, good. I've Googled it. So, um, so after <laughs> this, uh, I got, we got home. Uh, my mom was pretty sure it was diabetes, but I was tired and I fell asleep at 1 p.m., which never happens. Ever, I fell asleep ever. at 1 p.m. today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but you're an adult. Um, so, I, I, it's the first time I've ever fallen asleep midday. Right. And um, my, like, I, it's, it happens I was tired, you know. But then I woke up from a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And, and then I felt even worse. Mm. Uh, so we went to our doctor. Did they give you more candy because you felt worse? <laughs> no. No. Okay, they learned the lesson by now. My mom stopped giving me candy after <laughs> she Googled what diabetes yeah. symptoms are. Okay. So we went to the doctor. And the doctor was like, oh, it's probably a fever. And uh, my mom said, no, it's for two weeks. You should check his sugar. Yeah. And the doctor was like, uh, sure, I guess I can do that. They brought the disposable finger prickers, which Ew. are literally Satan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the meter, which goes up to 400, uh-huh. uh, said hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. Okay. And 400 is 22. Yeah. Now, hi means it's above that range. Mm-hmm. And so he went. Uh, the doctor said... You guys should go to a hospital, a children's hospital, because diabetes care is great yeah. there. Um, don't don't even stop at home. Just like go, 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 go. Now we we stopped at home, <laughs> uh, picked up my dad, and then went to the hospital. First thing you did was ignore the doctor. Stop at home. Went home, got um, some more candy. Our home was sort of on the way. Okay, so sure. We stopped there. <laughs> sure. We picked up our dad, and went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, not our dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We went to the hospital, and uh, over there they had another meter. The meter said the, the meter goes up to six hundred. Mm-hmm. That's thirty three, and um, the meter says hi. Oh, so it's did you say hello? Six hundred at this point. <laughs> no, I did not. I was stressed and <laughs> pale, uh, really, really, really pale, and almost throwing up. I think I threw up that morning too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they give me an like a uh, an IV. I mm-hmm. lie down on my bed, like in the bed that they give me in the intensive care unit yeah. area thing. Uh, babies crying all around me. Not really helping. It's a children's hospital. Yeah. And I'm really stressed because I have no idea what's happening. It's my first time getting an IV. I have no idea what's going on. And there's babies crying around me. Oh, uh, great. Um, so I've, I was in there. This uh, this is at like about 10 p.m. I was really tired. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then at about 3 a.m., I fell asleep already from, like, crying. Because <laughs> j- j- not, not even the, the, the thing, I wasn't crying because of the infusion. It didn't hurt at all. I was like, oh, God, I probably have diabetes. What do I do about this? Yeah. Because, um, like, no one explained anything to me. They just said you have diabetes. Pro- no, no one even told me you have diabetes. They said go to the hospital. You have high sugar. Uh, so I was at the sugar crying like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, crying in my bed. My mom was sitting beside me crying too. Yeah. Uh, like that until 3 a.m. when they moved to, to uh, like a permanent thing, like hospitalization. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, over there I cried more until like 7 a.m. Damn. Then I fell asleep for an hour and couldn't sleep anymore. Hmm. And then, um, this, this happened on Thursday, mm-hmm. like it was Friday when I woke up and, uh, like when I was moved, it was Friday, 3am Friday. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, now, in Israel, Saturday is a holy day. So you can't open anything on Saturday or you get a huge fine. Oh. So the diabetes clinic of that hospital is closed wow. until oh. Sunday. So I had to stay in the hospital until Sunday. Dang. Like, did you get incident or something? Or Yeah, yeah. I had incident in my IV. Okay, okay. No, not in my IV. Uh, my IV just had fluids because I was losing them all the yeah, time. Okay. But no and, incident uh, though. N- nurses walked in, gave me shots. Oh, okay. Um, like it, it's a you're allowed to do things on Saturday if it's for a health or yeah, like, yeah, life of course. death situation. <laughs> um, so like nurses giving me shots, I have no idea what's going on. Nurses coming and checking my sugar with the disposable things. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, like every like four hours, which is horrible. It's like six times a day, which includes like 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Those are bad. Oh, I woke up and then I stopped waking up because I just stopped caring. Oh, yeah. Like at the first night, I woke up every time they did that. Second night, I just didn't wake up anymore. Yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, the doctor walks in. Um... And uh, just tells, okay, if you haven't been told yet, you have diabetes. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't know if I calmed down or got really stressed. <laughs> because I know what happened, but I have diabetes. Yeah. So I still have no idea what diabetes means because I didn't, like, my phone was out of charge because my, fr- my parents forgot to bring my charger. <laughs> oh my and God. the only thing I had was a TV with, like, a retractable arm so I can put it really close up to my face. <laughs> It was the only thing I did. And uh, so the doctor says uh, that I have diabetes. And I don't, I don't react correctly, I think, like to many things. Uh-huh. Uh, in this situation, I was like, okay. And then sort of like dealt with it for the rest of the time I was in the hospital. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like friends visiting me, I was fine. Like I didn't look like I was dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put uh, it. So th- th- that went on till like Monday, I think. And then Monday afternoon, uh, they released me from the hospital. But they didn't, like, then I went straight to the clinic that was downstairs from where I was staying at. Uh-huh. And over there, they taught me how to use a sliding scale. Sliding scales, pretty much, uh, for lunch, you eat this much and give this much insulin. If you're over this much sugar, give this much extra. Yeah. Of insulin, that is. So, I was on that for about a week. I was going to the hospital every day, and I missed school for every single one of those yeah. days. Mm. Uh, at the end of the year... Uh, okay, this happened in the second half of the year. The first half of the year, I think I had like three three days where I didn't go to school. In the second half, I had 20-something. And wow. Yeah. So, um, I, I had to go to the clinic... Like, a day, like, every day for, like, a week. And then the next week, I'd go a day, like, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Then the week after that, I'd go, like, once or twice. And the week, and it just started, like, fading away. And, like... Right. I, I went had less and less. Yeah. Um, And then, like, went to the once in three months that it usually is. Uh, so, uh, that that that's pretty much it. But... I wasn't taught how to do everything like you guys. My parents were helping, like helping me with insulin, for like a month before I did it myself. That's terrible. Yeah, but I didn't cry whenever I got pricked. It just really hurt. I oh, I did. Inside. I was such a crybaby. Yeah, I cried yeah. a few times during diagnosis. My grades also plummeted. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Mine actually. No wait, mine did. I was held back a year. Never mind. Oh. Yeah. I actually, after you told your story, I have a few additions to mine. At the hospital, like when there were visitors, I kept it like pretty cool like you did, like I wouldn't cry or whatever. And I remember my my cousin coming over. She was a few years older and she would pass out when I had to check my blood glucose level. Yeah. Oh, my sister was like that too. And the other thing, which is like in public, I like kept to myself. I wouldn't cry about it or whatever. Yeah. Like after I left the hospital, I was pretty fine. But then, like some psychiatrist said, like, "Oh no, you're gonna, it's gonna dawn on you, and then you'll be sad or depressed, and it's fine. Like this happens." Who tells that to a fourteen-year-old? And I was like, "No, I'm a happy person. I don't get depressed." Oh, yeah. And then, like half a year later, I went to school. I always uh, went with my friend. He, I'd pick him up at his house, 
but mm-hmm. like he left already or something like i don't know for some reason he thought i was going to be late or something so he already left so i was there his mother opened the door and he said oh he's already gone oh yeah and i just started crying like i didn't know why i think it's like half a year of sadness certainly pouring out yeah so i just started crying i sat inside for like an hour just crying and their mother being super annoyed because <laughs> there's a crying kid in her living room she's got things to do yeah. i mean she didn't like tell me this she she was a very nice lady but you know yeah and then eventually i got on my bike and i went home <laughs> dutch people on their bikes so yeah it's okay to cry it's yeah it just happens that's what i wanted to say basically well, i had these sessions of lying down on my bed and crying for a bit yeah I don't think my friend knows about this whole me crying thing because he was at school. <laughs> now he does. He was on time for like the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, diagnosis stories. Yeah. I think it's amazing how many different ways there are to solving, like, or to getting people set up with the fact that they've got diabetes. Yeah. Like, we were taught everything, and Eddie's like, oh, you're a diabetic, okay, bye. <laughs> You're a diabetic. This is a needle. Poke yourself. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Alligator. During when I was in the hospital, I had uh, I I don't know. It was just some some official person. I think she was a therapist or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, she just like asked questions, and I was like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine." And then I don't know. I just, like a good fourteen year old. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine, mom. <laughs> we were all diagnosed at 14. No, Brent was at 13. Yeah, I was oh, really? I was 13 going on to 14. Oh. Like, it, it was great. It was great because I got my birthday present early. Like, at, when I came home from... Uh, I got nothing. I got... I, nothing was given to me. <laughs> when I came home from I, the I hospital... I had to beg for... When I, I didn't get anything. Yeah, but when Aww. I came home from the hospital, I got a tablet. It was for my 14th birthday. Wow. No, the worst part was that... I was seven, and when my sister got a tooth pulled out because it like grew, like another tooth grew into it or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it just didn't fall out, so they had to pull it out. And she got a hamster. <laughs> 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 and I just got a chronic disease, and I get nothing. Aww. <laughs> That's terrible. Aww, poor guy. Oh, <laughs> now I feel sad for you. It's okay. Would give you gifts if we had money. I would. I have a cat now. Hey, that's nice. I prefer dogs. Yeah, but... Let's start an internet war. It's better war. than a hamster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, I'm sure you offended someone there. Yeah. I stick eh, with my whatever. opinion. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Good. Not to offend anyone. If you love cats or hamsters better than cats, that's okay. I just yes, prefer... No judging. I just prefer cats over hamsters. And dogs over cats. I've had some bad things with cats. I haven't. Except for these scratches on my arm. <laughs> so, uh... How was that pump you demoed? Oh my god. <laughs> That's basically the summary I've been, of this. I've been waiting ever since you I demoed. Know. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I know. I sent you a picture and then I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's this new pump. I'm not sure how I found it. It's called Kaleido from like Kaleidoscope, I guess. It's a Dutch company that made it. It's not out yet. They plan on releasing it this year. And it looks so cool. Yeah, it oh does. My God. It, it is really cool. Yeah. Wait, is it a touchscreen? No, it's like a like the controls of like the first iPod Nano. The the first thing that caught my attention when I saw this is that this pump is tiny. <laughs> Yeah, like I I expected something maybe the size of an Omnipod or something, but it's so much smaller. It's I've yeah. The difference is that Omnipod has the sight built into the pod. This one yeah. has yeah, right, right. But even even then, even then, this this thing is smaller. Yeah, it's, it's still probably small. Uh, but thing like Omnipod has been the same model since twenty thirteen. Um. Like, it was really small, and I've got the sizes here, like, on the flyer they gave me. Apparently, it's five centimeters by three and a half. Oh, wow. Which, I had a hard time visualizing this, because, I don't know, 
But I I held it. I'll put a picture in my in the show notes. It fit like on two fingers. Wow. I held it. it was super light. Like I don't know. There's some probably a number here somewhere, but maybe like not even fifty grams. I'd say. Like it was really lightweight, and um, like that's the first thing that came to my attention. Like how small it is. You also get two, by the way. If you get a pump, you get two of them. Because they're two of what the pump, like the 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 pods that go onto you. Oh, okay. Because they're rechargeable, so one is on the charger, that's the other cool. one's on your body. Yeah, that's really cool. So you just swap them out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really so cool. there's no there's so the pump is reusable and the site switchable, so it's like a combination between the Omnipod and every other pump. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but that's like way less wasteful than the Omnipod, I think, because the Omnipod you just throw it out completely, right? Yeah. So you you've got this little pump thing. And then a little control box. Yeah. I think it's called a PDM for the Omnipod. Yeah, it is. And it's about the size of like the first iPod Nano with a click wheel. And you've also got similar controls. And it's designed really well. Like it's got colors and like it's a pretty high definition display, really bright. It's It was pretty easy to use. And... The one thing that might make me not use it is the reservoir holds 200 units. Oh, yeah. Which I think is fine for me because I use like 40 in a day and I change my site every other day. Every other day? But still, for some reason, I prefer filling my 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 reservoirs way more than that. Yeah. Than just I throw out. My current pump holds 200, so. Most pumps do. Yeah. I mean, I guess 200 is fine, so. Yeah. Just uh, um, a lot of pumps support higher concentrations. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one does only use the the 100 units in one milliliter. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So that's like the default concentration, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. With the most standard. Um, a link to the Kaleido website is going to be in the show notes. Yeah, of course. Of course. And uh, the thing is, with this thing, it's technically a pump like any other with tubing. Mm-hmm. But you can get it with, with a six, mil- six centimeter tubing. Oh, wow. So that's Instead like... Instead of what? So it looks like... Uh, you've got six and 30. Oh, 30. wow, okay. And they're also going to add a 60 centimeter version probably because like this pump, you can stick it on yourself with a little, it's Velcroed on, so you can still oh, disconnect yeah. it. Okay. It's Velcro. That's yeah, you've cool. got like Velcro sticker on yourself and then another Velcro sticker on the pump. Hmm. Yeah. So that's if weird. you want to take it off, that's fine because you can still disconnect the site. That's how Velcro works. Because it's water, it's water resistant, but only up to one meter for like an hour. So yeah, if you're gonna be diving, you're gonna want to disconnect it. Just, just don't, don't wear it while you're going down a water slide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> so it's velcroed on, so you can just take it off. But where, and also when you take it off, it's got this suspend feature, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You you say on the the remote control, like I'm taking this off now. Yeah. Keep track of how much incident I'm missing. Oh, that's cool. And then when you connect it again, it'll say, oh, you missed one unit. Do you want to take it now or something else? Or hmm. That's Which I think neat. is pretty cool. Yeah. Like you can compensate for your missed basal. Yeah. I was I was really jealous when you got a demo. Like it, it, when I saw you post that link, I like wanted to become an, uh, like, a Dutch person yeah. to get this one. Be a Dutch. Oh, this Dutch pump is going to be released in the Netherlands first, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> Netherlands second. No, first. UK second. <laughs> okay, I got a spec sheet here. The the pump weighs nineteen grams. Yeah. Nineteen. That's it's like nothing. The, yeah. It's not much. Wait, let me check how much the Omnipod is. <laughs> Mr. Omnipod Master Reads. Pod is twenty five grams without the incident. Okay, so another few things. The the cool thing about having a new pump, by the way, is you can provide feedback for it, which I think is cool. Yeah. Cause First, they allowed you to set a temp basal for a maximum of three hours, hmm. which seemed silly to me. Yeah. Like, I often do it for more than that. Yeah, so they're going to change it to 24. It used to be so you could temp, like, a temp basal at intervals of 10%, which also seemed weird. Yeah. So you could say, like, I want 110%, which you couldn't say, I want 105. <laughs> so two things I told them were, like, give me single percentage points and give me more time. Yeah. Which they said they will implement. I mean, 
I hope so, because otherwise I'm not going to get their pump. Yeah. A comfortable feature I have here is um, that you can change the, you can change between percentages and just units per hour. Yeah. I yeah, don't know like, about this one. Mm. Um, the pod, it's got like a little charging dock, I guess, charging station. How you uh, charge it, it's connected using uh, micro USB. Oh, yeah. I also asked them why they wouldn't use USB-C because it's new and fancy. <laughs> It's expensive. And they said they're going to look into it because it's new and fancy. Hell yeah. You know, it'd be cool if they had wireless charging. Um, they've got separate instant cartridges. Right now, you need to fill them yourself with a syringe. <laughs> but they're planning on also delivering them pre-filled, which I That's think is weird. pretty cool. Like, you order, like, the whole set from them. You get... They've got, like, a monthly care package, I guess you could call it. It includes yeah. uh, cartridges, infusion sets... Um, I guess that's it, because everything else is reusable. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. And so they might include it like in a refrigerated box hmm. of insulin. So they're pre-filled, so you don't get any bubbles or something, which I think is cool. Yeah. Another thing they had is like extended bolus. So you could say, I want five units now, and then five units spread out over the coming five hours I or something. most pumps have that, yeah. though. Yeah, well, I'm explaining it anyway, because maybe someone who's listening doesn't know what it is. <laughs> and um, the thing there they also set like a time limit of three hours which again I thought is pretty arbitrary mm -hmm. so they're probably going to make that 24 hours too 24 hour bolus imagine doing that without a pump I'd rather not oh they got like the bolus calculator like most of them have like a bolus wizard yeah and they call it the kaleidoculator <laughs> clever which is a terrible name and a great name <laughs> Mine's called Did, Bolus Wizard. Yeah, for me too. But Kaleidoculator, come on. <laughs> Kaleido the woman giving the demo, she had to hold it in a laugh a bit when she said it, I think. <laughs> she was like, yeah, and this feature is called the uh, uh, Kaleidoculator? <laughs> How many people were at the demo? She came to my house. Oh, that's even cooler. It's a private demo, yo. Did you have to pay for this demo or was it? No. That's pretty cool. They want his feedback. Yeah. And also, like, the basal, like, on my pump, you, like, have to scroll through numbers to change your basal settings. It's all terrible and old. In the Kaleido pump, it shows you, like, a little graph. So you can, like, it's easier to visualize, which I think is cool. Whoa, yeah. graphs. How did you even, like, get this demo? Or I, I found them on Google somewhere, and they had, like, a contact form. Oh, yeah. And I just said, how do I get this pump? <laughs> and then I, I started mailing back and forth, and after a while, they just offered, like, a demo. And I'm like, okay, sure. That's pretty take cool. It. If I have to. Um, one thing it doesn't do is it doesn't connect to a CGM. Ah, uh, yeah. So if you want a CGM, you'll need a separate, like a Dexcom or something with a separate receiver. Oh, what I have. Like, yeah, but I'm spoiled because I have the N-Lite that connects to my pump. So I, I only have one thing. I have I have the Vibe, but I don't use it because of Xtrip. I use the receiver. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I haven't really? used the... Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, as long as you get the values, it's fine. Yeah. I'm just nitpicking here. If I recall correctly, the new Omnipod that's going to come out, I think, late this year or beginning next year, should have connectivity with the G5. Or, or even the G6, if yeah. it's helping. They said... Okay, so I talked to Dexicom, yeah. actually, and I asked them Dexcom. about... Yeah, Dexicom. And I, no! Dexicom? <laughs> I don't no, 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 A. Just Dexcom. Dexcom? There's no A. Yes. Whatever. I don't <laughs> but I, I talked to them and I asked them about the G6 and they said uh, the maximum time is like up to a year, so could be oh, a cool. possibility. When was this? Uh, it was uh, Wednesday or Tuesday. Oh. One of those. Okay. It was like this week. That's cool. Okay, so one cool thing with this pump is like you can pick your color. You got like red and orange and purple and blue and whatever, like pretty colors. I have black and, and black. the pump looks kind of metallic. <laughs> and you need two colors, like your pumps can't be the same color because I don't know why, reasons. Maybe so you can uh, tell them apart easier. Yeah. And the thing is, like the cartridges you use with insulin that go inside your pump, you don't see them, they get the same color. Hmm. Whoa. Which seems weird because you're never like going to see, see them. them. You only see them outside of the pump. Yeah, like when you put them in and then never again. Yeah. 
Yeah, whoa, until you wait. throw them out. I'm looking at their website right now, and there's a speaker and the thing for the beeping. And yeah, it's got like alerts, cool. like yeah, for things. And they claim some new pulse technology for uh, insulin administering. Like usually, you've got like a little piston, I guess, that pushes the insulin out. Yeah, it makes it a little quick every time. And they've got some new technology. I don't know how it works. They call it pulse technology, <laughs> and um, it. They claim it's way more precise, but it takes longer. Like maybe one unit a minute is the speed they said. Uh, wait. So if you're taking insulin for a meal, it might take longer than you're used to to um, get your insulin. But I don't think that's a big deal, to be honest. Yeah. If you're pre-bolus enough before. Mm-hmm. Pre-bolusing is uh, Amazing. bolusing before the food, just so the insulin works by the time you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that more often. So yeah, I think this is a very amazing pump. I'm really psyched to hear when it comes out. Yeah. I'm still debating getting this one or the 670G, which is apparently coming out not too or quite soon. 670G, we have that already, don't we? Yeah. I don't like it's not in Europe yet. Like it's not approved by the European, I don't know, people. Oh, it's no, we have the 640G. That's 30 apart. Yeah. So um, I might. Like, I'll get my new pump in February, mm-hmm. and this one will be out this year, and the 670G will probably also be out then. What do you mean this so, one? You got a year like to decide. Like the Kaleido. Oh, okay. Like, the Kaleido will be released the end of this year. So, mm-hmm. I'm kind of torn between this very cool-looking pump. Yeah. Or, I mean, a freaking closed-loop system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's opinions. I need help. <laughs> choosing uh let's see did i get all my notes yeah i guess that's um, everything i have to say about it if people have more questions about this pump i could like just ask him in a reddit thread i could answer them because i got quite a bit of info that i didn't say now because we're gonna put the website in the show notes too yeah this the website will be in the show notes but if people have more questions i guess you could email them or you could ask him in reddit Thank you guys for listening. Again, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Um, the, we'll post this on r slash diabetes, the subreddit, and also on r slash diacast, which is just a place where I archive everything. Um, the link to the Reddit post will be in the show notes. And yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. See ya. Like, I don't know, just say, someone say hello and say a thing, because I already said things now. I got to ride in a cool Amber Lance. <laughs> Omnipod Master Race. Dexycom.